Welcome to Life Transformation Radio. This show is all about life transformations and our journey from where we were to why we are doing what we are doing today. We will discuss the hiccups, the roller coasters, and the blood, sweat, and tears that has been poured out while discovering our purpose. It is all about our transformation. Here is your host, Sean Douglas. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of Life Transformation Radio. I'm your host, Master Resilience Implementer, TEDx Speaker, Business Positioning Strategist, and International Bestselling Author, Sean Douglas. This show is currently heard in over 74 countries. So whether it's your first time joining us or you've been listening to us for some time, I want to thank you to those who are listening from around the world. Life Transformation Radio is all about our transformation. Here, we tell the stories of why we're doing what we're doing. We highlight that transformational moment that changed our lives and how we use it to then transform others and elevate their lives as well. You can listen to us live right here on the Blog Talk Radio Network and join us in our Facebook group, Life Transformation Radio Community, where you can interact with and ask questions with the guests that I bring on the show. I ask that you subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts. Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Player FM, Radio Public, Overcast, CastBox, Himalaya app, and the Google Play Music app. And now, Life Transformation Radio can be heard on Pandora. So subscribe wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, and then leave us a rating and review to let us know how we're doing. On the show, my guests are entrepreneurs, speakers, business owners, coaches, podcasters, authors, and other amazing people who are impacting the world around them. And my guest today has done exactly that. If you have any questions for any of the guests that I bring on the show during our live broadcast, call us up at 657-383-1109. Again, the number is 657-383-1109. And with that, please help me welcome to the show, Casey Washiak. Casey, welcome to Life Transformation Radio. Thanks so much, Sean. It's uh, definitely an honor to be on, on this radio station. I appreciate you coming on the show, man, and being that we just passed uh, Veterans Day, I want to thank you for your commitment to the United States Marine Corps and all of the uh, you know, sacrifices that you made in your life serving our, our country. So from one military man to another, man, I want to thank you for being my brothers in arm. Likewise, Sean. Thanks so much, man. You're welcome. So I'm pumped to have you, man, and it's going to be – Timely, because we always hear new year, new you, um, you know, come live your best life in the next year. You know, there's always these programs that are specialized around uh, around that. My philosophy and what I see in life is everybody is super health conscious from January 1st, January 5th. Gym memberships <laughs> are on the rise. They're skyrocketing. Business is booming. And then from the 7th to the 10th of January, Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts sales start rising. <laughs> so you're not, you're not far is, off. I, the average um, uh, life expectancy of a New Year's resolution is, like, I think it's 94% fail within the first 90 days. Yeah. It's crazy. Because they figure out how yeah. hard it is. 
You know, it's not it's not easy starting at a gym. It's not easy starting that health conscious life. The maintenance phase seems to be for me seems to be the easiest because I already know I've already got my routines down. I'm already used to it. My brain is adapted. But it's that starting point breaking those bad habits that I've seen uh, is a struggle. Oh, you're you're absolutely right, and that's. Um, I think a lot of it is people have these these ideas of what they can accomplish in 42 days or 30 days or 90 days. And um, for one, they don't have all the data. They're just used, typically they use just the scale as um, their measurement of self-worth. So, um, and then two, uh, you know, I'm I'm very heavily involved in martial arts, and and so something I've been speaking on right uh, a lot, especially since I just opened our fifth gym, and so everyone wow. coming through my door is somebody new to this, new to fitness, new to this healthy lifestyle, but everyone expects to be a pro on day one, <laughs> and this, and and so yep. the, the beautiful thing about martial arts is on day one, you walk in and you put on a white belt, which is telling the world, like, look, I don't know much. And but that, gives, that allows you the, um, the leniency on yourself that, like, look, every day, a, you know, I'm trying to get 1% better. I'm trying to learn a little more. I'm trying to master this craft. But it's going to be a lifelong pursuit. Whereas people, people walk into a gym and expect – a to be good at it and, uh, and right. not to be sore and and not to not to, like not to what's the word I want to use you know they just expect perfection in and especially in a, a crazy amount of time right how come I'm not losing weight how come I'm not like super buff I go to the gym for like two hours like what's what's going on yep yeah and, absolutely you know, and man not, yeah, and we're battling history. I mean, you know, most of my members are 40-plus. So what I usually say is, like, you've been driving for the last 40 years, and this is where we've got, and you're giving me 30 days <laughs> to turn everything yeah, right. And You know, let's, let's be a little more patient here. Right, for sure. And, and are you, are you, um, are you still like a, I mean, I get it once a Marine, always a Marine, but I mean, are you still serving or, or, or have you retired? No. And I've, I, uh, I've been out since 2001, okay. uh, but like you're, you're right. Once a Marine, always a Marine. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> so the title of this episode is change your life in 42 days with us Marine and gym owner, Casey Washak. He is a us Marine author, speaker, gym owner, and the co-founder of Fit in 42, a 42-day full immersion, focused energy, educational program designed to teach participants all the tools necessary to achieve their goals. With over 20 years under his belt and four, and now five, highly successful gyms in Southern California and now one in Texas, got it, has set his sights on helping student owners all over the country achieve high levels of success with their clients as well as their gyms by implementing systems as well as fit in 42 into their studios. You go to the website fit in 42, the number four two fit in 42.com. You can learn more 
about his process, the gyms that he's created, and how to implement these systems. The Facebook and LinkedIn links are right there in the show notes. Connect with Casey and let him know that you heard him here on Life Transformation Radio. Casey, the first question I have to ask is the most important question that all of us can ever ask ourselves is why? Why do you do what you do? All right. So this, this started at an early age. And um, so my parents, the, the way I put this is most people can have kids. Not everyone was meant to have kids. And that was my parents. My parents were heavily in, involved in drugs and alcohol abuse. And uh, I lost my mom to a heroin overdose. And my dad's uh, you know, been an alcoholic his whole life. And so there's a lot of things I missed out as missed out on, uh, you know, in, in the family element and, you know, the family dynamic and, um, what, you know, I, I think it's serendipitously, you know, I joined the Marine Corps. I end up in the, in personal training and I started seeing the same things happening inside my household as, as a mm-hmm. kid and, and the lack of attention and the, um, the lack of family dynamic. Um, but the drug of choice was no longer heroin or alcohol. It was food, which okay. completely uh, derails people's self-confidence in themselves. And, and I, I point this out in like, if you have Sean, do you have kids? I do. Yeah, I got four. Okay. Well, God bless you because I have two, and <laughs> I, that's it. <laughs> but you know, I'm sure you've been to uh, a kid's birthday party. You know, that's a pool party. No adults are in the pool, um, and because we're all worried about what the person next to us is thinking about us, if we pull our shirt off and we go right. create an experience with our kids. And right. so, therefore, um, we we get held back by our lack of self-confidence. And in reality, the only people who are getting hurt by this is our, our family, our, our children, and, yep. and that those experiences we could be creating. And so my goal in life is I don't want anyone to be held back by their their physical stature. I want what I want for my members is I tell them, look, I don't want you to become a gym rat. I want you to build up the strength, the endurance, the self confidence to go out and create amazing experiences with your loved ones. Mm-hmm. And I want you to end up becoming the grandparent who's still playing with their kids. Not like my grandparents who sat on the couch. And like yeah. I, my grandfather was always on the couch with the newspaper or watching the Mets. Like that was that was it. That's, 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 those are my memories of him. Um, it's a different, it's a different world now from back then, but I'm seeing the same things happen that happened in my my childhood, um, happening to, to the, this new generation of children where parents aren't engaged. The average parent spends 22 minutes with their kids a day. Um, and, and a lot of it stems from their their self-confidence and which stems from how they eat how they move or lack thereof yeah no i totally understand that 
the best part of being a speaker for me is I get to take my kids on trips. And then I get paid to go speak somewhere. And then, you know, if I'm an hour long keynote, we literally have the rest of the time to do whatever we want. So we've been to Myrtle Beach twice. We went to Myrtle Beach. Uh, We got there the night before. And I was the opening keynote. I grabbed my $3,500 check because I drove four hours. So we negotiated from from 6000 which is normally what I get, to 3500 because I'm literally three and a half hours away. And they said, well, there's not really a big cost in airplanes, whatever. I'm like, you're right. Yep, you're right. So I grabbed my $3,500 check, and I walked out the door an hour and a half later after talking with everybody and handing out business cards about two hours later whatever. And then we literally had the rest of the day to go and spend time as a family. Yes. That yes. was awesome. And your kids we, are going to remember that. Yes, absolutely. And we just got back from Orlando. We just literally at 1130 last night drove in from Orlando back home to North Carolina because we've been gone since Thursday. And, uh, and we were literally – I was speaking for Air Force Reserves uh, for their Yellow Ribbon program. And so we spent a couple of days in Orlando, uh, you know, putt-putt and swimming and roasted marshmallows cool. and going out and having fun, man. So when you, when you say that, you know, the average parent only spends 22 minutes a day and all this other stuff, and I'm like, man, I am just blessed for the opportunities that I have to do these, these things with my kids because my mom worked a bunch of jobs. I came from a broken home and my mom hardly ever spent time with us ever. We'd maybe play a card game, you know, on like a Wednesday night, but other than that, you know, like the kids were making dinner because my mom was working two jobs and it was just, it was just ugly. So yeah, my grandparents, same way. Uh, my grand, my grandparents really just kind of sat around and, uh, my dad's, my dad's grandparents, they are my dad's parents, my other grandparents, uh, you know, they do stuff, you know, they had a farm and, you know, we do stuff with them. Um, but for the most part, yeah, man, you are so on point, like literally describe my childhood. Well, it, I mean, I, I think it's, it's a lot of ours. And so what my, you know, you asked me what my why is, and you know, what's funny is for the longest time, I, I wasn't, I just wanted to help people. And uh, so I actually hired like a, 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 a life slash business coach and she just kept asking me like, why are you doing this? Like, why did you create fit in 42? And I, I gave her the spiel that you, you, you said, you know, it's a full immersion transformation, you know, focused energy program. She's like, no, why are you doing this? And so um, she, she's like, tell me, She's like, tell me about your kids. Tell me about your wife. Tell me about your family. Now tell me about your, um, your childhood. And, you know, I was telling her about my childhood. And then she says to me, um, why are you the dad you are? I'm like, well, because I wanted to break the cycle. And she's like, what is fit in 42? And I'm like, uh, it's a full immersion focus. No, no, no. She's like, repeat what you just told me. I'm like, holy cow, I help people break cycles. And yep. just like you're doing with your kids, you might not be the parent you are today if you didn't go through the stuff you did, just like I might not. I'd like, it gives you a greater appreciation for what you have since you didn't have it growing up. 
or people continue that cycle. Like that, like that was my dad is he just, he just did what his dad did. Yeah. And I, you know, he was very absent and he never went to my wrestling matches and my baseball games. And I would actually say, dad, why don't you come? He's like, well, my dad didn't come to mine. And I'm like, well, yeah. how did that make you feel, man? I'm telling you how it makes me feel. And it, it didn't change anything. He was just so caught in that loop. And so now I'm the dad who takes my kids all their, their uh, extracurricular activities. Like, that's, that's non-negotiable for me. And I, maybe I'd be different if I grew up differently. But, um, yeah, this is what I want for everybody else as well. Love it. You know, it's a dangerous game that we play. My dad did this. My family, this is how I was raised. And we continue the cycle. Or, or what I see a lot of now is, well, I didn't like how my mom and dad were. They were so strict. I don't like how my mom and dad were. So I'm going to be the opposite parent. And then we see the product that stems from that. You know, that's, yes. that's where I believe entitlement comes in. You know, that's where I believe that a lot of the issues that we see today with, with children and bullying and suicides and like all that stuff is because the parent isn't, is it involved like they should, you know, I literally heard, I I literally heard the other day and there's, I was like, there's no, there's no way. There's absolutely no way that this could actually play out. But I heard last week that there's a couple getting divorced and they're getting divorced because the mom is pushing the kid to not be gender controlled. You can be whatever gender you want. You can be, and the dad's like, knock that crap off. Like he's clearly a boy. Like he's clearly, and the mom's like, he can be whatever gender he wants. And the kid's like super confused. And so they're divorcing. And and the dad put in a, a, a stay to say that she cannot do anything because the mom wants to divorce and then put the kid on like all these pills put this kid on like gender trans transformation, like all this stuff. The kid is seven years old. It's seven. Insane. Seven. So, and the dad's like, my, Oh my, it's super pissed. Well, um, yeah, I, I'm very familiar with that, that, um, that trial going on. And I believe yeah. the dad lost the trial. Um, I think but so. In the testimony, the, um, the little boy, even said like, well, mommy wants me to be a girl. Yep. And so he's just, he's looking for love and he gets attention when he throws on lipstick or a dress. And, um, and this is what happens. And so, um, I, yeah, there's, there's definitely a lack of parenting or there's, I I mean, I, 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 this is, I don't know where we start, man. You know, right? But I mean, uh, something that bugs me is when I see on like online when you know a parent is with their child and like hanging out with my best friend, and I'm like, yeah, you know that you're, you know, you're their parent. You have to make those tough decisions, and you know, and to your point, my son thinks he's a transformer. You know, should I start <laughs> nailing car parts to him? Right. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so he's. He's five right. and he's like, Dad, I'm, I'm a transformer, and so I'm not going to go out and start nailing hubcaps to you know his legs and you know right. that's what he wants to be right now. 
you know, it's, right. it's up to me. And then, I, you know, I mean, on those lines that you're talking about, I lived, you know, um, there's a reason I, I moved to Texas um, from California. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of reasons, but this being one of yeah. them. And it comes to find out, like, I'm, my oldest daughter is eight, and she's involved in wrestling and jujitsu. It's awesome. And, yeah, no, it's it's – I love it. But now we're, we're crossing these gender lines to where, like, you know, if she's 130 pounds and has to face a 130-pound boy, like, there's – or someone, a boy who says he's a girl um, right. who's gone through puberty, it's not – it's apples and oranges and yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot of kids right now. I think the pendulum swung a little too far, but there's a lot of, a lot of girls right now who work their tails off like since childhood to get to this, the place they're at just for, you know, somebody to put some lipstick on and a dress or even not even do that just say they are the different gender and just take their place immediately. That, so that happened uh, earlier this year. That happened earlier yeah, this year. Exactly. There was a high school – what was it? There was a high school track meet. It was a track and field. Championship yeah. or something like that. Yeah, and these girls were crying. They were pissed because a boy had won a lot of the things. And they're like, he's clearly – and they're like, nope, he identifies as a girl. He and it like – it totally ruined them. And they, 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 they went on strike or whatever. They were like, we're not doing this no more. We're, we're out. We're leaving. Like what, and, and it just ruined everything that they had ever strived for because they're trying to get into college and trying to do these things, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, um, yeah, I, I worry about that stuff too. You know, when, when I'm, you know, my girls are in gymnastics and, uh, and, and I, and I have my, you know, I have a five-year-old and a 12-year-old and they're in gymnastics and we're, and we're, I'm I'm just telling them, you know, like you got to strive to be the best that you can be in this moment. You know, do what you can in this yes. moment. Don't let anybody deter you. And, you know, we say the same things as, as, as family members, even as a speaker, we're, we're telling our audience these, these, you know, anecdotes. And then they come home discouraged. I'm like, I don't, I don't even know what to say half the time. Yes. You know? Yeah. It's, it's not, I mean, at, at the current moment, it's, I, I do believe that the pendulum just swung very far in one direction and it'll come back yep. because sure. I, I don't know. I don't know how you can, um, I'm, uh, I mean, we can get, yeah, man, we can go so deep. So, on this, right. But. So, so <laughs> let's talk about a transformational moment. Cause that's, that's kind of like what we're talking about. What is a transformational moment that happened to you in your life? which then puts you on the path to what you're doing today. All right. So in the, so I, I worked out when I was in high school only during the season of whichever sport I was playing, whether it was baseball or wrestling. So like working out wasn't something that naturally came to me. I love sports, but when I joined the Marine Corps, um, I was a, a machine gunner. And so if we're not out in the field, if we're not out in the desert practicing, we, you know, we would basically have like a, like a, not a nine to five, it'd be like a five to five, but we're off at five. And so that's when I was like, you know what, let me start working out. You know, I have all this time. I'm at the time I'm 18, you know, let's, you know, I'm a Marine, you know, there's, there's 
kind of a stereotypical look I should be trying to achieve here, <laughs> you yep. know? Yeah, so, right. <laughs> um, um, so I'm, I'm working out. Uh, I, I joined the base wrestling team, and then all of a sudden um, uh, I take this guy down, and he throws me in what's called the triangle. He basically chokes me with my own arm and his legs. Yep. And that's not a wrestling move. That's a jiu-jitsu move. And so that, right. at that point, I'm like, what, what was that? He's like, oh, that's a, that's a triangle. And I was like, I need to learn that. So I started learning jiu-jitsu. Um, so this is all the stuff I'm doing after work. But this is um, – so my higher-ups kind of uh, – they caught wind of this, and they saw what I was doing. And what what tended to happen was not everybody was doing what I was doing after work. A lot of us were eating pizza, watching movies, drinking beer, and so, um, one, as a machine gunner, our whole job is to basically climb up to the mountaintop and then be able to kind of uh, suppress everybody below us so our other guys, our other infantrymen, can, can go from point A to point B. So our whole job is to get to the top, get to the peak, whether that's a, the top of a building or a top of a mountaintop or just get to the high ground. Mm-hmm. And be able to to really help out um, the the rest of the team. Well, that doesn't work if you're too out of shape to get up the mountain. And so what uh, was right. happening was our our guys, some of our guys were were get, you know even though we ran every day and stuff, like what they were doing sure. after work was severely hindering their ability to do our job. And so my higher ups forced me uh, during my lunch hour three days a week to train these guys. Like, it's not something I wanted to do. They, they took away my free time to start training these guys. And so what ends up happening is, uh, you know, it was, I was just, I was mad. And I just basically put a beating on them three days a week. But one by one, they didn't have to come back. And I knew I was getting out of the Marine Corps. Um, I just didn't know what exactly I was going to do. And it wasn't until one of my, my CO, my uh, commanding officer came up to me. He's like, Hey, just want to tell you, you're doing a great job with these guys. I don't, I know you're getting out, but you might want to look into doing this because um, this is really interesting. And so that's when I decided to find out more the science behind diet and exercise and not just trying to beat people up because I didn't think anybody would pay to throw up three days a week. (laughs) So, (laughs) um, but what ended up, what ended up happening was, um, I get out of the Marine Corps, I start training people and it just kind of hit me that everyone, um, everyone's dealing with the same things. Here I am. I I, I was training these Marines who we, we get out of boot camp and we're all like, terminators we're we're in right. peak peak conditioning we're, we're just at the top of our game and slowly but surely over time the old you know like during during boot camp no you're not allowed to smoke you're not allowed to drink you're not allowed to eat pizza but once you get out of boot camp and you have that freedom again all that stuff starts seeping back in and then i'm noticing i'm training these you know i get out of the marine corps i'm training these 40 to 55 year old women and men too, but 
basically, you know, it's the same thing. They they start get you know, these these bad habits are ingrained in them. And uh and and just seeing them three days a week, three hours a week was just not enough. There's hundred and sixty eight hours in a week and I see them for sure. three. And so what ended up happening is my brother and I just got so fed up with um two people coming in. Two people like coming into our gym who are almost identical, same life, same lifestyle, similar age, similar size and stature. And one just needs to start moving. They start moving and then they start cleaning everything up on their own. Like they start making better choices on their own. And then, but the other, they move, we, we see what they're doing in the gym and they're working hard, but their, their habits are so ingrained outside the gym yeah. that it, it negates everything we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then ultimately it falls back on us. They say, Casey, you know, this isn't working. And I'm like, I see you uh, three hours a week out of 168. How, how are you possibly blaming me? So that's when um, we decided to create Fit in 42. And so this, uh, you know, this, it, I don't know if it was necessarily a transformational moment or it just kind of hit us like my childhood with um, yeah. the drug and alcohol abuse and the fact that my, you know, my parents tried to get clean. So I was, my brother and I were at the back of AA meetings, we, um, playing, you know, paper football. We were at the wow. back of NA meetings. And so we were learning the 12 steps. Yeah. And then, so here I am, uh, you know, seeing it in the Marine Corps, um, seeing same thing, people, people, um, you know, are in the best shape of their lives, but then given the freedom, they, they start falling into old bad habits again. And then, um, and then on top of it, I'm meeting these people and, and some are, are able to clean up their lives just, just by moving again. And, and, and that was enough, but then others aren't. And then the last piece of this was the fact that we were in the same town as the Betty Ford center, which is a famous drug rehab center. And it's like, okay, yep. this is where people go. You're not allowed to leave until you, you, you kick these habits and you, you change your lifestyle. And so that's it, all of those things kind of fell into our lap. And we we're like, where is the Betty Ford center for health and fitness? Like, you know, everybody's got workouts. Every, you know, everyone does meal plans, but yep. that's obviously not enough. You know, what is it, like 77% of the population is overweight or obese? Yeah, like 70, 76 or 76, something like that, yeah. It's right around yeah. there. Yeah, and so, um, and only 13% of the population works out. So there's 87% that's sitting on home on the couch. And they they're look, they may be looking, but if you look on Instagram and you see these monsters who are lifting tons of weight, like, that's not going to draw them in. Right. So like everybody, not everybody, but a lot of gym owners are using the wrong bait. If, if this is fishing, they're, they're using the wrong bait or they're not, or they're just, they're showing what they think is cool. When the average right. person's at home saying, there's no way I can ever do that. That scares the hell out of me. And so, so that was kind of it for us was that whole, that whole, um, 
all those little pieces falling into place and in, in, in creating this program that it's, um, you know, the, the science at the time was takes 21 days to break a habit or create a new one. And then yeah. it's going to take the next 21 to reinforce it. Love it. Yeah, science has yeah. really done a lot of work on that. You know, the 21 days is really to form that new habit. But yes. in order to, for that habit to take root, takes approximately 66 days or 66 times of repetitious activity for it to become yes. muscle memory. So the 21 yes. days is just for your brain. Your brain, for the it, they broke it down too. The first seven days is all about you reverting back to your old ways. That's why you know people give up fitness in the first week of January. Uh, they're like, nah, this sucks. I, I don't want to do this. Then they have. Uh, then they have the next, you know, seven days. So you, up to 14 days, your brain is really trying to form that new habit. It's really trying to be in survival mode. And then the last seven days are your brain taking shape. And once your brain recognizes that this is the new way of life, your brain will strive to make sure that the that after those 21 days that your brain stays on that course because it doesn't like change. Your brain hates change. Absolutely. Muscle memory takes over. And then for the next 40 whatever days, your muscle memory starts taking over and then, uh, you know, 66 times or 66 days and your body has a new habit. No, absolutely. You're, you're exactly on point. I mean, with, uh, I mean, this at the jump, we're telling, you know, we have to tell everybody, look, uh, you know, one of the exercises we do is we want you to come up with basically two avatars, you know, who, like when you yep. are on point and you are on fire, like who, like give that person a name, you know, you know, and when, when you, when you feel like quit, you know, you feel lazy and you don't want, don't want to do anything. And you, know, you just want to sit on the couch and eat Doritos. Like that person needs a name too. And so one of the things we're able to do inside, you know, when we're training and stuff like that, and you're, you're giving me that subpar version of yourself. I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying, sure. hey, Lazy Sean's out. Hey, like I need Terminator Sean here, not Lazy Sean. Oh, right. <laughs> you know, so it's it it what it does is um it allows me to to kind of bring it to light without judging you. Is I'm judging that that other version of you. Yeah. Um, but then we also say too, like the the whole time, like look, because everybody comes in, and this is really this is um really interesting and this is i mean it's my favorite part is meeting with people and really diving deep as to why they want to do this everyone tells me they want to lose 20 pounds they want to tone up lose weight it's not even a full sentence it just says tone up lose weight <laughs> and so um so i'm like all right what does that look like for you and I'm like oh i want to lose 20 pounds and so we just keep asking why why you know and and it basically boils down to there was a happier time and in a lot of situations, I'll just take like a, a woman, for example. She's like, I want to lose 20 pounds. I'm like, okay, when was the last time you were 20 pounds lighter? She's like, oh, my wedding day. I'm like, okay. So so I'm sure that was a great day. And then so I'll talk about that day for a couple of minutes. And like, so tell me more about that. What was it? You know, was it a big one? Was it little? Like, was it a destination wedding? And just get them really like thinking about that day and how happy they were. And then I'll I'll say so, what's changed? And then it's you know the hustle and bustle and 
you know, the relationships change. And so what it really boils down to is people are what they're, what we see people saying is, you know, Casey, if I lose this 20, I'll be happy again. And that's, that's not the case. So, but that, that 20 is a marker. It's a milestone. And, um, they just say like, I was happy when I looked like that. Um, or I mean, with a lot of guys for what we notice is they just want to get back on the field somehow. Like, you know, like you talk to any, any pro, uh, you know, athlete, it's not about the game. It's about the locker room. Yeah. You know, they miss the locker room. They, they miss that camaraderie and yep. even military, you know, yep. even military. military. Yeah. And so that's what they're looking for. And, uh, you know, and so it's trying to bring them back to that point. And, and, you know, that's, that's the things that's very empowering for me is because then I say something like, all right, all right, Sean, we get you to this point. What are you going to be doing differently? Like the goal is not to like look awesome and, and Netflix and chill. <laughs> the goal is all right. like, I want you to live. Life has to be different. Um, cause, cause, who you are today is not who who would be 20 pounds lighter. And so, you know, and that's when things come up like, oh, man, I want to – I'd love to start skiing again or uh, I really want to, you know, start playing, like pick up basketball games again or, you know, whatever it is. There's always something. And so that gives us kind of um, some jump-off points. And For sure. And something to look forward to because – what I really need inside this 42 day process is I need something that I can whisper in your ear that'll make you want to do like five more pushups, like when you want to quit. And so, um, one of the most powerful ones for me that, that I've ever had was, um, I'm meeting with this woman and she's not opening up at all. I'm trying to do, you know, what would life, you know, what would life look like differently? You know, like, what is your goal? And she, and she's just giving me the most surface level answers as far as, you know, I just want to look better. All right. What does that mean? Do you have a size? Do you have a weight? Like, no. Okay. (laughs) Like, all right. Um, You know, uh, is there anything you would want to do differently? Anything you want to do differently with your life? Some like physical activities? No. All right. Okay. So how about this? <laughs> it's 5 a.m. and you're supposed to be here working out with me and you don't show up. What can I text you that's going to make you hop right out of bed and run to come and, and to get your butt over here? And she says, tell me uh, my son's watching me. Okay. And I'm like, okay. Um, I'm like, can we talk about that? And what, what ends up she ends up telling me about is the fact that her son was always trying to get her to work out with him. He's uh, like a very motivational guy. I guess he was a teenager, late teens. And she just kept putting it off, putting it off. And then he ended up dying in a, a car accident. Oh, wow. It was like, holy. Yeah. It was, I mean, every, I was crying. Holy she was smash. crying. Yeah, it was deep, man. And um, <clears throat> so, you know, Obviously, I'm like, you know what? We're going to do this. We're going to honor him, and you're going to turn everything around, and I'm going to help you with that. 
And mm-hmm. so obviously we're both very motivated at, at the, at the start of this. Like I said, there were tears, we're hugging. And now we're like three, four weeks into the program, you know, when obviously at the start you're super motivated, but now it's starting yep. to become routine yep. and that motivation wears off. And so mm-hmm. we were just having our members. Sometimes we, we, you know, we're, we're exercising. Then we'll tell them, all right, guys, you know, let's just go outside, tape, take a lap around the building, get some fresh air, come back in. You know, it breaks up the monotony, gives them something else. You know, it's beautiful outside. So she's the last one in, and her head's down, and she's – I'm like, hey, what's going on? She's like, last again. And um, I was like, oh, man, like she's, she's comparing herself to everybody else in the room. Yeah. And so that that at that point like if I didn't have the conversation I had with her early on, I I don't think I would have been able to reach her. So I just right. put my arm around her and I was like, you know, your son would be so proud of you right now. It's just you and him in this room. It doesn't matter if you're first, doesn't matter if you're last. This is your journey. It's just you and him in this room. So don't worry about where you where you land on the pecking order of 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 our lap or push ups or anything. Just keep trying and keep knowing that he's he's watching you. He's right over your shoulder cheering you on. And so that right there kind of gave her like a second wind, and it was it was really awesome to see. And you know that's that's one of the probably the most powerful story I can tell especially when I'm trying to teach this program to other like gym owners is like, you can't just leave it at the 20 pounds. Cause I would not have been able to reach her and be like, Hey, remember you wanted to lose 20 pounds? Because that's not really why she was there. She was there to honor her son. Right. And to do something she kept putting off with him. And then it was, I mean, it was awesome. Cause we all have, yeah. we all have wristbands with his name on it. And I mean, oh, uh, that's so cool. it was, it was, uh, yeah, it's, it's a really neat, neat thing. And she's an amazing woman. And, um, wow. Yeah. But it's, it's, I think, um, a lot of gyms, like all our hearts are in the right place. I just, I just don't know yeah. if everybody goes deep enough. Yeah. I mean, no, we I... hired a psychologist to help us with this sort of stuff. Cause this is, this, yeah. I mean, I mean, when, when my brother and I created this, we created it in 2010. I was like, uh, what was I like 30 years old? <laughs> you know, what do I know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, so, um, so it's, um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's I want to give it, I want to give it, yeah, I want to give a chance for people to, to connect with you. So everybody listening, sure. Uh, go to fit in the number 4242 fit in 42.com. You can see everything that Casey is working on with his team and the gyms that he's creating, the uh, full immersion, focused energy, educational program that teaches participants all of the tools necessary to achieve their goals within this fitness space. You can absolutely do it. His Facebook and LinkedIn Information is right there in the show notes. Connect with him and let him know that you heard him here on Life Transformation Radio. So with the last minute that we have before we close the show, 
Give me a 30-second takeaway. Everybody listening right now, this is the takeaway of the show. Casey, what is your takeaway that you want to leave the listeners here? All right. So if you – January's coming up. If you want to be a different version of yourself, you need to figure out who that person is, what they look like, how they wake up in the morning, what they read, what they eat, and then – there's going to be a gap between who you are today and who they are or who that person is. And the whole goal of this is for you to slowly make your way over to becoming that person. We all know that there's a better version of ourselves. And so what you really need to do is map out who that person is. Like you can, everyone can tell me about Homer Simpson. I can say mm-hmm. name 20 things about Homer Simpson, and everyone can tell me about Homer Simpson. But you can't – a lot of people can't tell me who that, like, ideal version of them is. Sure. So sit down, write it out, everything you possibly can about them, and then the goal is to slowly but surely make your way from where you are today to yep. who that person is in the future. Love it, man. Thank you so much for coming on the show. This has absolutely been an honor and a pleasure. Likewise, Sean. Thanks so much, man. All right, Life Transformation Radio listeners, an amazing guest impacting the world around him. If anything resonated with you, please connect with him and get in touch to get fit in the next 42 days of your life. With that, I close the show by saying live your brand. Find opportunities every day to live out the core values that you hold deep in your heart. And I call this living your brand. So until next episode, live a great life.